hello and welcome to another edition of Drink to a Decade. I am Detective Artemis. As always, it's me, your boy K. And today we are honoring the 30th anniversary of one of the all-time best sequels of all time, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. It is a hard feat to make the secondary movie better than the first, but they fucking captured it. It was magic. Oh yeah, we'll get to like uh, the legacy of part twos. Cheers, man. Cheers, clink. So Terminator 2, dude, 30 years. What's like one of your fondest memories of the movie? Uh, I think, you know, it's what it is. The The movie was really, the star of the show was the T-1000. It was a far cry from Arnold's hard T-100. And uh, yeah, the T-1000, you know, was fucking amazing. Dude, I remember the toys growing up. I had a shit ton of Terminator toys. I wanted a shit ton of Terminator toys, I'm being honest, but I never got them. Empty promises and broken dreams, y'all. Uh, well, that's just uh, that's just us growing up, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But I remember specifically, like, there was, like, um, this, like, it was called the Terminator creation set. So, like, you would have this sort of, like, uh, this, like, chemical, not chemical, but, like, a little shit you would mix with water and, like, you would kind of make your uh, your Terminators in, like, like, a, like, a, like, a mold kind of thing. Yeah. I felt like a scientist. So it was supposed to be it like was it was supposed cool. to be like making a T one thousand with its fucking liquid yeah, metal. Yeah, or components. like uh, or the Model one hundred one that uh, Arnold was. But yeah, it was really cool. Um, I remember the T one thousand a lot. I thought he was one of the fucking coolest things ever. He was fucking honestly like it wasn't a scary movie, but imagine being chased down by like an undying robot that you apparently needed molten steel to fucking kill. And see, that's why like I think it could be argued that Terminator one is a sci fi horror because. You have this unrelenting thing trying to kill you, and it's that's a pretty scary thing. Honestly, it has all the makings of a horror movie just without being terrifying. Like it's an unrelenting force coming out of a future that you don't you know nothing about, and being told that hey, yeah, the kid you're giving birth to is gonna murder or it's gonna save the world, but the machines are gonna fucking hate that. So you guys are gonna be hunted for the rest of your natural lives. Yeah, and just like Arnold's presence alone. In the first one, like he is just this like this big ass fucking hoss, you know, and like he yeah, has he's, that he's, look. He was still pretty ripped and he was fucking chiseled out of granite or whatever the hell his muscles were made of back in the eighties. And he was, you know, he was a he was a fucking machine. Like if you had to think of a guy or a person as like a well oiled machine, it would it should be somebody in top physical performance like Arnold. And uh one of the uh, the funny old stories about T one is that um O.J. Simpson was apparently at one point considered for the role or auditioned for one. And, J- and James Cameron says like, oh, yeah, I just don't see him as a killer. So <laughs> we're pass on that. That is hilarious. Have you heard that before? The, no, I've it's never, crazy, I've right? never heard Dude. that before. The juice proved him wrong. <laughs> yeah, like 94 came. He's like, oh, maybe I should have cast him. Yeah, damn! Look at him. Oh, that Bronco chase—that could have been—that could have been the inspiration. There, her. there was plenty of chase in the Terminator <laughs> movies. Can you imagine? Like, fuck, fuck, fuck you, James Cameron. I can kill. <laughs> Dude, what if that was his motivation? Uh, uh you know, this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, but we're but we're, yeah. we're branching off. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, dude. So I always thought that like one of my favorite things about the Terminator movies, both of them. Uh, I'll start with the first one. If you've never seen Terminator before, never heard of it, never seen the trailers, and you watch the first one for the first time, as the audience, you don't know who the bad guy is until they meet at that club. 
because the way they they purposely do it is that like they have Kyle show up and they have you know Arnold show up at the same time and they both like look sketchy as shit. And they're, yeah, they're and, both seeking out this one solitary person, right? Like and you don't know who's Sarah the bad Connors. guy until fucking Arnold tries to shoot at Sarah and pulls the, in the club. out the gun, and, and that's then, where know, like they're that's when it's the like, roles oh, are established. Shit, this guy is the fucking asshole. That was a great piece of story. That's yeah, very right cool. Now. And now with part two. If you've never seen it before, never seen it like you, uh, but you know that Arnold was the bad guy in part one. Part one, yeah, so and he shows up him, in part two, and you're just like, oh shit, this, he's got to be the bad guy because the other guy is in a police uniform. That's always safety, right? Everybody, oh, oh, not everybody, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I know people, where you're going. Yeah, people in the '90s. I don't want to say which people, but they were like, oh, the police are here, the great. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's what, like what they're like they're trying to do as well. And like when I rewatched it, I made sure that I was like kind of correct on this. And, like, they do the same thing. Like, you don't really know who's the bad guy because you already have, like, the little preconceived notion that the cop is a good guy whatever, but you, they don't establish it yet until, like, they meet at the mall and they both pull out their guns and shit and Arnold's like, get down. And that's where you know that's where that you know. Arnold's he's, actually he's the good guy this flip time. flip sides this time. And that's also, like, I, I never, you know, I never really put those two themes together, but it does, it is a little bit of a repeating process for James Cameron and get, get a good on him, you know? Yeah, dude. Like, I think that's really cool about it. And one of the things I like about T2 is that like, um, for most of the movie, there's like a, a blue filter, like a light blue filter on a lot of the shots. The color grading, right? Yeah. yeah. And blue is a, a cold color. So it's like, it's supposed to be like a depressing and sad feel and like all that shit. And well, like, it's not, it's not what you're supposed to get from the, the unrelentingness of the T 1000. You know, it's, it's a cold machine. Absolutely. Cybernetic but, organism, cybernetic sir. organism. But I mean, I mean, even his face, like, you know, never smiled, never did anything out of the, never showed any emotions or emotive. So it was just this, it was, it just, it really drove the point home that this unrelenting thing is coming after you. And, that on to you know to add insult to injury, you can't even kill it by normal means. It fucking absorbs bullets. It recovers from damage. It's self healing. Yeah, and um, and the whole story of Terminator is is depressing as well. Like all humans are most of them are gonna die in this fucking apocalyptic thing, and the whole light blue color scheme is it's it's a, a testament to that. And it's like one of those details you really don't know. Like you don't really don't notice that shit, you know. Yeah. But colors, man, they have an effect. Oh yeah, what, like they're supposed to do. There's so. a there's a range of emotion for them. Yeah, That's, and you usually see those like those blues in like horror movies because oh, horror yeah. movies are supposed to be fucking you know cold nightmares. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, James Cameron was uh, he really nailed that part to me in, uh, yeah. in the technical standpoint. Well, he's a, he's a great director. I mean, he's my personal around. favorite. Is he? Yeah, James Cameron. James Cameron. Oh, shit, I know that. Um, I think it's just because like he can make anything just watchable. He knows how to keep you into it. Like Avatar, it was. On paper, a boring ass generic story, but visually he brought you into it. And then by the time you know it, like the movie's already over, like, oh shit, I sat through the whole thing. Did crazy shit. I mean, went to the bottom of the Marianas Trench to film and shit, which I always watch the movie and I always try to like pick out the parts that are underwater. You know, I always try to look for that, like, hey, which is this? And I think it's, I think it's anything you can see where there's like shit floating around on the actual screen is when he's underwater. Yeah, this guy, um, he spent obviously like a, a decade trying to like do part two, three, and four like all together. Over a decade, no? Because didn't it come out in like 2007? 2009, yeah, 2009. 2009. Okay, 2009. Yeah, so, and he's trying to like really master the, the technical process because like 
he's he's a visual guy, but he does know how to like you know write some pretty you know good characters and stuff like you know True Lies. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. he uh, he brought some more like love to uh, to Aliens because yeah. he he didn't do Alien because that was uh, fucking really really Scott. Scott yeah. And James Cameron did Aliens, Aliens and that yeah. was a really good sequel too. It was a dope ass movie. Yeah. It was a definitely a worthy sequel. Uh, he is. I think you know James Cameron's an all rounder. He's got the vision. He knows what he wants to shoot and how he wants to shoot it, but he also has the the story making abilities as well that uh, it's not translated a lot in some of the newer directors. Like I think I would love for Zack Snyder to be able to make like story <laughs> with his visual prowess because visually the man is a beast. Zack Snyder definitely knows how to composite a shot. He knows yeah. how to make it look good. He knows how to choreograph a fight scene. But he just doesn't know how to. He just needs create help. a story, some depth to it. Yeah, you know? and like with Army of the Dead, dude, it, that shit was in development for like ten years. I still haven't watched it. Okay, well, I have it. Okay, <laughs> it's something. It's like a car crash, man. Like it's. I'm 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 going to. I heard it's his best film. Ah, uh, there's no I way that. It. Well, I, I didn't. Okay, so articles I've seen stated that. Army of the Dead is Zack Snyder's number one film. That is no way. These same articles had Watchmen placed around six or seven, though. So I don't, what? you know, I take that with see, the grain. See, of Watchmen salt. is my favorite Zack Snyder movie. That is obviously his best the, work. I think the majority consensus is that it is uh, 300 would be the best Zack you, you Snyder. Think, do you think that? Uh, Watchmen. I like 300. I, I love 300. 300 was great. It was, it was a change at the time you know the fight scenes and everything how they did that whole slow down and speed up uh, uh, choreography and the fact that it was, it was all filmed indoors and yeah. cg it's fucking great but watchmen was perfect yeah okay. panel for panel a lot of it was you know just so like the comic good. you know albeit the other change at the end but it was it he One did thing. something that people tried doing for a couple of decades and it was to make that movie you know or make that comic into a movie and oh, yeah. people couldn't do it but he did it and I think that like it's still his best work. Oh, absolutely. But absolutely. going back to Terminator, yeah, Terminator 2, because we can we can talk Judgment about Zack Snyder all day. Although Zack Snyder, I'm gonna last comment on this. He needs to direct the next Mortal Kombat movie because it's that it's show all right would there. be amazing. I've that been saying be, for be years. Right up his alley, like he he does the need, violence, you know, he does the gore, you make don't it look need cool. Any significant story you behind don't need a deep violence? Ass story. It's just violence. That's what people want. Give them what they want. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, anyways, sir. Terminator 2, dude. So it's also the first movie we see uh, Edward Furlong, you know, John Connor in. Yeah. And he kind of just sort of disappeared ever since then. He'll do some like random movies here and there. And I think at Honestly, one point I don't, he was the crow. I Was he? Yeah, no, he, after he Brandon the, Lee died? I think it was like the, maybe the third crow movie or something. Oh, like, okay. Because I remember the crow one and two. I saw those, but I haven't seen any of the one subsequently after those. And then I know him also from, uh, you know, American History X. Do you remember that? I do remember that. I just don't remember who he was. In it. He, he was, was, the, he was the little brother. He, he wasn't still a kid then, though, was he? Like, he kind of was, yeah. Because he was a kid for T2. He was like 10, right? Oh, he, was, he was like 12 or 13. 12 or 13, okay. So then after that, like American History X came out, what, like? Uh, just a few years later, like, like maybe like 94, 95. I don't want to look it up right now, but it's it's definitely like 90s. Shit, I don't know. It was still in the 90s, so he was still like, you know, himself with his cracky voice and shit. But, uh. Yeah, they, I think, I'm pretty sure they, they offered him to do that, but I think he's like, nah, I'm good. Because the crow money, bro. 
I know, I know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I have no idea. Yeah, they're all kind of like fucked up at one point, unfortunately. Uh, and then also Linda Hamilton, dude, she yeah. comes in a stark contrast performance from in part one. I don't oh, know if yeah. you remember part one. She was just part like this, one, yeah. this little like innocent waitress lady, you know, like, oh, she no. She definitely was not used to like part two. She was a fucking bad dude. She gained a shit ton of muscle like for like part two. And like she was a completely different out, person. She came out like fucking sexy. It was it was sexy as hell to see her in part two more than. More than part one, I believe. Like, uh, yeah, her hair definitely better. <laughs> but yeah, dude, she's um, she was definitely a, a strong female lead, and James Cameron knows how to use strong female characters, like in oh, yeah. Abyss or Aliens. You know, absolutely. Even in, even in True Lies, like Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't like a useless person. Like she no, no, no. She had actual she had actual depth to her character. Yeah, and I think so. at this point, I think uh, James Cameron was like banging uh, Linda Hamilton and they were dating for like a long time Yeah, until yeah. he left her for that one lady on Titanic. Rose? No, not Rose. Oh, okay, that bitch. <laughs> Never let go, Jack. Except now. I, I gotta, Except I gotta now, go. This duel's not big enough for the both of us. Fucking bitch. <laughs> Socialite bitches. <laughs> but yeah, dude, so Linda Hamilton is amazing in this like this role really I think she's she's only she's the only reoccurring character from multiple movies um i believe also uh she came out in t- t1 and t2 yeah she was in the short-lived show as far as i remember as well the television uh, show on fox the, wasn't it? the chronicles of sarah connor no that was cersei was that that was cersei dude. no fucking way i gotta go back and watch that, that. was sworn that hand was cersei lannisters and another so, fun fact since we're on game of thrones the terminator i'm pretty sure a lot of people know this but daenerys was in fucking genesis Dude, I gotta rewatch Genesis. Uh, as also with Sarah Connor. Christian Bale? No, that's Salvation. That's Salvation. No, Genesis was the one after Salvation. That was a shitty oh, one. Yeah. yeah. So you got two Game of Thrones characters playing the same character. Or same Game, uh, Game of Thrones actresses playing the same character. She played uh, Sarah Connors also? Yeah, dude. What the fuck? I gotta rewatch You're these. welcome, sir. Yeah, that's mind blowing. Well, I love that they brought her back for Dark Fate, which, if I'm being honest, I still have not seen. It's it's good. I, I like it better than Rise of Machines for sure. Better than Genesis for sure. And in my eyes, I think it's the uh, the better like part so, three. Well, so okay, so after you know the the best ones were obviously Terminator One, Terminator Two, Judgment Day. After that, we have Rise of the Machines. We have Salvation. We have Genesis. We have Dark Fate. We have we didn't have another one, did we? No, there was just those three. Yeah. So Dark Fate, you're saying better than Rise of the Machines, Genesis, and Salvation. Yes. Okay. I would I put Salvation as like, you know, like, you know, I would rank it fourth place because I like yeah. Salvation. Yeah. I mean, like, it was a time where we had a different setting in a Terminator movie. So it felt, it felt different. It felt a little fresh. And, you know, well, we got, I, and we got that legendary Christian Bale rant. So we did get that <laughs> from it. Uh, well, I mean, that, I think that's what they were trying to do. Part three was supposed to be different. Also, Rise of the Machines, you know, that was all. It was the first female, was, like, Terminator. No, Rise of the... Oh, no, that was that, yeah. that bitch, yeah. I her, I, she was she was in uh, Blood Rain. She was... I oh, what the fuck is her name? I forget. She was she was really popular at that time. She was, she was. And then she just sort of faded from existence, which unfortunately But she happened. was naked in that movie. She was quite yes. naked in that movie. I remember watching it as a 13-year-old, and I will not be getting into the details that happened after that movie. We can imagine. I'm sure it involves tissue, Kleenex, and Jergens. Ah... I was a St. Ives man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Um, so Robert Patrick also, I think, 
uh, I, I don't remember if he was doing movies before this. It definitely wasn't his first movie, but it's also a movie that put a lot of eyes on him. Oh, it's yeah. also a role that he kind of like, um, like revisited a few times in like cameos and like little no. movies, like in. Well, Wayne's I mean, World he, it shit. was such. I mean, his role as the T one thousand was such a. I don't want to say it was groundbreaking, but it was such an iconic. Iconic is the word that I'm looking for. It was iconic in his role. It's been parodied and remade a thousand times. I mean, especially like the whole Molten Lava Death scene where fucking hand comes back out. Um, and it's, I mean, it's yeah. That's what that's yeah, what dude, it was. Like, and like the way he looked too. The, like the way like um his special effects at the yeah. time they were like really groundbreaking. And like yeah. James Cameron, like we mentioned. He pays a lot of attention to special effects. Like he wants them to make them look as good as possible. Oh yeah, he'll spend more time on that than like, you know, the story itself at times. But um, I watched it last night again, and it's some parts of it are a little aged, but it's still really good for its time. I mean, it, it was the early '90s. Like uh, I think, yeah. I think parts of it are gonna age, and you're gonna look back, go back, and be like, uh, boy, still. Really, still, really still solidly holds up as a movie. Like and he, he's uh, a good villain too, dude. Like he has that. Like he's he's you know smaller than Arnold, but he has that really cold, dead stare. Well, I that think, works. And, and I think that's that is part of you know his physical look is part of why he was chosen for the Rogues. And one, Arnold was such he's you know he's huge. He's fucking he's a big guy. In part two, you wanna if you wanna upgrade and model, whenever you know something first comes out, you get the big the bulky and it's dope but when they remake it or when the next model comes out or next models it's always sleeker it's smoother it's smaller it's more compact and that's what we got with the t-1000 in this movie yeah and i think also like how we mentioned before like how um they don't tell you who the bad guy is in the beginning that also like you think he'd be the good guy because he's smaller because in part one, Kyle is smaller than Arnold. So you're like, oh, you know, he's definitely going to be the good guy. I think most people were smaller. smaller than Arnold, though. Like, you got this fucking Arnold sure. coming through in the 90s. Hey, look out. I'm here. Your clothes, your boots, your bike. Give them Give to them me. Give them to me. <laughs> Dude, um, I loved also, like, um, just how the, uh, the endoskeletons looked. Oh, yeah. It was fucking, it was wild. Um, They're still kind of, like, creepy as shit. It did. It did fuck with me for a little bit. I'm gonna be honest. When I was a kid, because I was like, I used to watch these things before. I think I was ready to watch them. And I, and as a child, I was a little bit of a bitch. You know, I was a little weenie. And I'd Some have things like, never change. Ah, uh, facts. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'd see these. I'd see them like. Without their like Arnold and T one without like half his face missing like oh shit they're yeah, about dude, to come that, that was me. pretty creepy like yeah as a kid you and then that. two you see this dude get shot with shotgun shells they just absorb into him and in my mind I'm thinking yo it's a 1990 something technology can't be too far ahead or too far behind where this is we're gonna fucking die you know what I'm Sitting there worried, nobody else is freaking out right everybody right. else goes on with their life but in my mind the back of my mind I'm always thinking. Even to this day, the machines, they're fucking coming. They yeah. are. They're, they're, they're here. They are, well, they are here. My phone listens to me. Is it too much? You motherfucker. Talk uh, about I shit. I see you, Bixby. Stop it. Right? Google's like, oh, shit. <laughs> turn it off. Turn it off. He's on to us. I'm pretty sure Tesla will be the next, like, Skynet. Yeah, I can see Elon Musk <laughs> just fucking up and <laughs> doing like that. He looks like an Android, dude. He, oh, yeah, he looks like he was sent from the future to enslave humanity. Uh, just kidding. Doge <laughs> With your self-driving. Yeah, we got self-driving cars. Dude, if that's how it started, that would be so rad. You turn the ignition or you push the button or whatever the fuck you have to do for a Tesla. And it just goes, dun-dun, dun-dun, dun-dun. 
Da, 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 da. You just sit there looking around like, hello? <laughs> Someone here? And it's cool because um, like John Carpenter, James Cameron will compose his own music. Yeah. So James Cameron wrote the da 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 So he came up with that? That was him. That's fucking, that's great. Just like John Carpenter came up with the Michael Myers theme yeah. and all this shit. So that John was, Carpenter was the, he was the, he was the guy to see if you wanted some iconic fucking sounds in your movies. Yeah, dude. I, I, I'm more of a Jason guy, but I do respect Michael Myers. But if you take away his soundtrack, the movie is not as effective. So to take away the soundtrack from anything, like or any movie, I think it's not. It's just not as. Effective. All right, all right, fair enough. I mean, I, I can't picture Star Wars without John Williams, so you're right. I, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, because yeah. it'd just be awkward otherwise. You know, certain <laughs> just scenes, some dude staring at you like with like quiet, like silent audio. There's nothing that lets you know you should be worried. It's like, hey, are they about to have a normal conversation or? Yeah, ask him to go to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so James Cameron came up with that. Um, but one of my favorite things about T two was the uh, the overall theme of it. They they talk about humanity and what it is to be human. Like you see, um, you see Arnold ask John Connor like, "Why do you cry?" And she's like that because he's trying to understand what it is to be a human. Sarah Connor has that moment where she's about to kill Miles and his, in it, but like her his kid was like stopping her. And she breaks in. She's like, what the fuck am I doing? This guy has a family. I can't be killing her or killing him. And then um, John Connor has that same thing, too, where, like, you know, he hated his mom. But, like, when she was in danger, he tried to save her because that's his mom. It's supposed to. I think think the overall theme is it's supposed to blur the lines between humanity because you have this entity that is fucking, you know, it's a machine, technically, or a synthetic organism. But it's also cybernetic organism. Cybernetic organism. Living tissue over mental skeleton. <laughs> but it's also like it's also it's basically an AI. You know, like where is the line drawn between this and that? You have a former enemy that's now uh, your biggest ally, and you have you know other people. You have your parents almost fucking doing something that they'll regret. So the lines of humanity should definitely be blurred or are definitely blurred. Yeah, and also even Arnold or even the even fucking the term. Arnold's character learns what it is to be human because after they reset yeah. his chip, he's able to like learn on his own and like he can like you know grasp things. But something that that theme is carried through through the subsequent movies that have come out after with Arnold. You know, he's always like, "Oh, I've been sent back to protect you." Yeah, but it's it's not it's not anywhere near as effective as it is in this movie because at the end, when Arnold sacrifices himself and he gives him the thumbs up, like that's what it really is to be to be human is to sacrifice. In like you know the greater good, put well, yourself they, before they, others. That's what movies want us to think, but I think that's a bunch of bullshit. Cause I'll you know never self sacrifice like that, and especially my life, because obviously I'm still here. Right. So maybe we're more machine than human or something. I don't probably, know. Yeah. Probably, probably. <laughs> but yeah, that was the theme, and I I thought that was really cool how it was really touched upon, and like throughout the movie they 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 kept bringing it up like oh we're doomed aren't we and like you know why do you cry just it was a really cool theme and then like not to, not to lie here but uh. I tear up every now and then when fucking Arnold puts his thumbs oh, up yeah. from the lava because I'm taught, like they, they taught a cold, heartless machine to be empathetic, to be to be to be what it means to be human. Yeah, exactly. And like another cool thing though is that like they have John Connor there and he has his own Terminator. And I think when you watch it as a kid, you kind of put yourself in John Connor's shoes. Like, dude, I could be John Connor. What would I do with my own Terminator? And I would I'd pretty much him, do the same shit he did. I'd have him terminate. Fuck it. Well, <laughs> you can't go around killing people. <laughs> hey, uh, can I get some more chocolate milk? Oh, you're out? Hey, yo, Arnold. <laughs> yeah, so I think that was a really cool, like, uh, like an audience insert as you're a kid. Like, you know, you wanted, like, what would you do with your own Terminator? 
So I think that was really cool. Yeah, that was dope. But I mean, like I said, I'd, I'm probably just a little, I was probably a little psychopath, but I'd have him terminate. You know, I want to unpack that. What would you do with your own Terminator if you were, let's say, 13? If I was 13, let's see, which Terminator is it? Is it Arnold? It, it'd be is, Arnold. Oh, his, his whack. Can I, get the, can, I get the, can I get the Terminator from Terminator 3? Uh, I'm 13. I'll tell no, you. No, no you get Arnold. You get Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then he'd just be Terminator. He'd be the muscle. That's what he was. I'd have him go. I'd just have him go and react. Your clothes, your bike, give them to me. That's, it. That's all you would have him do is just take people's Pretty clothes? Pretty much every time I saw somebody with a motorcycle, <laughs> okay. yeah, I'd just have him. <laughs> I'd, no matter the time or place. I would probably have them rob all the fucking like KB toy stores and shit like that. They were still around back then, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're not. They're, for you younger generations who don't know, there were two toy stores. There was Toys R Us that's not around anymore. And there were KB Toys. KB Toys. Which I used to lovingly tell people that was named after me. Those are your initials, sir. Those were my KB Toys. What if you are the heir to like KB Toys? That'd be fucking dope. And... Uh, Oh, would it be that dope? Because they're not in business cool. anymore. Yeah, well, you can bring unless, them back. Unless bring I just back. got toys like every year of my life. Lucky. You know, yeah, that'd still be a fucking good time to me. All right, okay, okay. Better question. What would you do with your own Arnold model now? My own Arnold model now? Let's see. Because they're smart. You know, they're not idiots. They're able to analyze and everything. Does the T100 know how to invest in the stock market? Can um, I put him on Robin Hood and have him make money for me? With this knowledge of the future, what wouldn't I be able to do? See, this sounds like the plot of uh, Back to the Future 2, where Biff goes back with the almanac. And Biff had some betting. fucking good ideas. Let's all be real. Marty McFly was kind of an asshole. What are you calling chicken? Biff just wanted to live his life and get you know better after he after he fucked up. I understand that. Second chances. If I had an almanac that you know showed me all the future, I would definitely use it. I'm not a saint. I'm not one of these people like, oh, you can't change the timeline. Fuck the timeline. It's my timeline now. <laughs> yeah, I run this. And especially if I have a T100. Oh, Arnold running around. That's the muscle. Yeah. Oh, shit, dude. I don't know what I would do. I would, I don't know. I feel like I would make it do lame stuff right now. Like to just, I would probably just make it like have it uh, driving places and fucking like, like, like a butler. So, but as a kid, he would be robbing fucking everything for me. I, what I would, what my the number one thing I think I would do though is that I know it's based off Arnold, but he doesn't exist in this universe. I don't think so. I would have it meet the actual Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then like maybe take over his life and then bring me up to Arnold's level. You know, it's like, oh, this is my this is my love child, Kaleem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that Kaleem that, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> that that sounds pretty good. That has a good ring to it. That's a good ring to it. Dude, have you ever seen the Last Action Hero? Oh, you do. Yeah, I love that. that was movie. another one. It was, you know what? It came out when I was a kid. Like as an adult, trying to watch it is a little rough sometimes. But it came out when I was a kid, and I still have that nostalgia. nostalgia yeah, it's for it. it's a, it's yeah. a long movie, but like I like it. Like it like it appealed to me. Like the whole yeah, yeah. golden ticket, and you go into the movie, you get to hang out with it Arnold. Was such That's a fucking cool. Fucking weird concept, dude. Like, but I think most Arnold Schwarzenegger's movies were back then. See, I think the movie was supposed to be sort of a parody of all the like the uh, the mindless action movies at the time, like you know, Lethal Weapon and shit like that. But it just it didn't hit that point that it was trying to convey. So people were like, "What?" They just didn't get it, I guess. Or well, it just that was good. I would say, but that, I loved it. I would say that came out after the peak of action movies, right? Like that was what was that like ninety? Shit, dude! I think like the anniversaries for that's coming up. 
Last uh, action hero. We, yeah. we didn't do that one also. Yeah. Uh, I would love to. Let me look. Quick, tell me some uh, some memories you have of. Oh, actually, you know what? Tell me your opinion on like the the lasting like the overlasting impact of Terminator Two. The overlasting impact. I mean, it's a cultural and pop. It's a pop cultural icon. You know, like there are things that are still held to this day. Like I mean, like I said earlier, I've seen uh, references to Terminator and Rick and Morty. Um, I think Family Guy, American Dad, like a lot of shows. They're just they they parody, especially cartoons. They fucking love to parody that shit. But um, the Terminator franchise as a whole, surprisingly, has stood the test of time. I mean, I I mean, I used to even read some of the comics back in the in, in the day. Do Those you remember, were they were they were severely. Do depressing, you remember though. Robocop versus Terminator? No, there was that, a was, that was a run. Terminator? There was a run. Oh, and there was shit. a game too. I need to go back and read that. Cause it's fucking cool, right? Isn't that wait? Didn't they do that with fucking uh? Mortal Kombat, uh, the new Mortal Kombat, those are DLC. Yeah, they were DLC was, characters, yeah. characters, yeah. Mortal, they had fucking the, the Terminator and the RoboCop. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. shit, yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah. That just came out, too. Um, oh, by the way, Last Action Hero comes out in 93. So we 93, so we got years, two years. Okay. If we're still alive. I don't know what, I don't know what this looks like. We will see where the world holds us. If Maybe anything, there'll be another pandemic or something. If anything, last year taught like taught us that like you don't know don't what know the fuck's going to happen. You, you know? don't know shit. It's uncertain. All right. I never thought the whole world would stop for a fucking year <laughs> but, uh, in this modern age. But here we are. But thankfully, things are looking a little more optimistic. But that's a whole different other topic. We're not here to talk about the shit that's going on in the world. You want to escape all that bullshit. You want to hear about Terminator. I got a fun question for you. Tell me some other sequels that are better than the first one. Because let's be real, T2 is better than Part 1, and I fucking love Part 1. It's uh, it's hard to find them, honestly, because the curse of the sequel, or the curse of the threequels, curse of the threes, is usually you have a really spectacular first movie, and then they try to capture that same thing and fail spectacularly half the time for the second movie. And then the third one is just like money grabbing. It's just, you know, it's, yeah. it's just to get fucking money. But one that is better, I would say we have a good example. We were talking about earlier, Batman and then the dark Batman begins and then the dark Knight. Yeah. Um, I love Batman begins. Um, that's my favorite. And, but dark Knight, I think it was a better movie just because it had, a better villain. It was a yeah. better villain to drive oh, yeah. the story forward. Well, was, it was the Joker. Also, and, a movie yeah. with a blue, like like a light blue filter. Yeah. So that we talked about earlier, that was cool. Um, you have Captain America, and then you have Captain America: Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, even Aliens, I love Aliens. Aliens but I like yeah. Aliens. Just, uh, it's hard, but I liked Aliens a little bit more. Yeah. Godfather Two is a, g- a good sequel. Uh, Indiana Jones. Temple of Doom. Yeah, Temple of Doom. Is I it, thought it was better than better than the first. Okay, I I love Temple of Doom. I watched it a shit ton as a kid. Uh, I love it, but it's no way better than fucking like uh, Last Crusade or or even so? Raiders. Nah, oh, man. I'll give you one reason why. Indy. <laughs> Every five minutes, man. Yeah. Don't fuck that. Okay, no. But okay. short round right. was awesome. All right, here we here we go. Undisputed. Empire Strikes Back. Yes, that yeah. is. Uh, I prefer New Hope. New Hope is my favorite, but Empire is the better movie, I guess, just because it like it raised it to a whole new level. But New Hope gave it the foundation, so that's why I like New Hope. Yeah. But Empire is a better sequel. So there are some, you know, we we have examples. 
sequels. If you guys could think of any other like movies that are like any sequels that are better than the first ones, please let us know in the comments. We will be there to mm-hmm. argue if need be. Definitely, definitely. Don't you motherfuckers oh, come with any Spider Man Two? Ah. Oh, maybe I don't know, man. I you know you know my stance on that. I hated I, the, I kind of hated the original Spider-Man movies uh, from a nostalgic reasons. They were great, you know. They came out when we were kids. But Spider-Man Two, there was I, you know I just can't stand that fucking train scene where those little kids come up. I say it. I've said it my whole life. Say it. Say it. Say it. Please say it. We won't tell anyone who you are, Spider-Man. Like it's fucking like they know this motherfucker in New York, New York City. Like they've seen this guy Manhattan, before. Dude. Like, all 10 billion people that live in New York, they're like, oh, shit. Hey, it's Spider-Man right there. Look yeah. at him. He's going into the Daily Bugle. Okay, now, now, now describe Peter Parker's, like, like how he looks and, like, if he oh, can my God. Toby, anybody in New York. Toby Maguire is just fucking such a generic face. and uh, you just have, you have, I would just be a, like, I would be confusing him all the time. and be like, hey, hey, Spider-Man, hey, you, you deliver pizza for me, no? Nah, nah, that wasn't me. Are you sure? You look like my cousin Benny. Hey, my own. <laughs> yeah, it's like you have a medium sized like white dude with blue eyes and brown hair. Oh, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's that's all. Yeah, lot good luck. Go you're you're Spider Man. Oh, you're Spider Man. You yeah. saw him briefly. You saw his face briefly. And this is be- after almost dying. This is before social media, so there's no, no way these no kids- way in hell. No one had their phones out. No one was recording. I didn't hear one world star. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get what like the scene was supposed to convey, but I mean like no one's gonna fucking know who he is. He can still walk but, out. But I will say this, outside of myself, most people considered Spider Man two to be the penultimate Spider Man movie. I take away the train scene and like it it's pretty it's pretty bad. Take away the train scene, take away the runaway bride scene, take away the fucking The fucking dashboard confessional song <sighs> at the end. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I Oh, oh, oh. I love that shit. Oh, okay, actually. okay. I I, I Vindicated. I am special. I am wrong. I swear I'm wrong. Yeah. yeah nah, see, I, I like the first movie. I, I do like the second movie, but like, it's just that shit hasn't aged, man. Like, it's, I don't think any of them aged. I feel like Spider-Man, the movies were kind of melodramatic, you know, they're, it's were like, also supposed to, they're also supposed to be campy as well. Like, like the, like the 60s comics that it was based off of. And I get there, that. I there, love there's a lot of that. To me, it's like, all right, so when you watch Star Wars and you watch the prequels compared to the originals, the originals were straightforward, you know? But you watch the prequels and it feels it feels like almost like you're watching like Shakespeare or something, you know? Like <laughs> it's super fucking dramatic. It's you know, and that's and yeah, same thing. Like, like same it, it thing. tried to be really I, serious. I got those same vibes from the spider the original Spider Man Sam Raimi movies, because they were they were wildly dramatic and like I think just overly acted at some parts you know like definitely yeah you know but star said a cast you know willem dafoe uh it was a good cast and i think people who who the who, fuck played hot man what the fuck was her name shit dude oh man i, I would i know yeah. she shit. was super dramatic she was the most i think oh, Peter, <laughs> when he when he fucking like, the green goblin busted in her house <laughs> those horrible <laughs> yellow eyes uh, yeah. she, she was a nice lady yeah but so Terminator 2. Terminator 2. <laughs> oh, that was quite the tangent there. Um, I feel like we should just have a podcast and just talk about all the Spider-Man movies. We could we could say something. We could definitely. We already well, started. Mean, we were we were on the subject of just movies that the sequels that surpassed the original. Right. That's so, how we got here. Yeah. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. Well, I can't think of any other sequels that are better off the top of my head. Maybe Lethal Weapon 2. I feel like mm. that was, was that one better? An American Tale 2, Five Will Goes West. 
That was part two, wasn't it? Was. it? Yeah, yeah, it was part two. <laughs> I do not remember part one, but I love Five Goes West. <laughs> Shit, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, uh, well, we hate Lord of the Rings, but Two Towers yeah. was, I think everyone like agrees that it was like the worst of the three. The Two Towers was? Yeah. I don't know. They were all bad. Um, it's the same movie. It is. Uh, I, I think I, I think there was a consensus that Return of the King was the best one of the, the Peter Jackson trilogies. And then we had the uh, the second trilogy. Uh, the Hobbit one? The Hobbits, yeah. And I just, uh, the fucking... You people that love Lord of the Rings, you guys are just weird. Just read uh, Game of Thrones. It's way better. Totally. So Terminator 2, man. Wow. Here we are again. Hey. So how do you rank the Terminator movies? So T2, T2, T1. And then uh, I, I, you know, and it's, it's, it's controversial, but I kind of like Genesis. So I'd say, what? I'd say Genesis over Rise of the Machines. So Genesis, Salvation, and then Rise of the Machines, and then I haven't seen Dark Fate yet. Oh my God! Yeah, wow. I know it's it, it 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 it's a weird thing. Okay, all right. I I just might fight you in the comment section. You know, I'll fight you right now. That movie, I fucking hate it. I hate what they did to John Connor. Like I get like well, those it was, whole it was, swerve. It was but. definitely better than the John Connor we got in Rise of the Machines because he was like such a fucking. <laughs> I don't know that Seth Green looking motherfucker. Is fucking <laughs> see people. People remember Genesis because it was so fucking bad. And but people it was, remember it was, Salvation. It was, was action at but least. But nobody it was really fucking remembers action Part Three. People, oh yeah, there was a Part Three. It, yeah. People don't remember Part Three, so yeah. I guess in that sense, Genesis is better because people remember it more being a fucking train wreck. But all right, well I think we're gonna wrap it up for Terminator Two, dude. Do you have any sort of uh, lasting uh, comments or anything you want to talk about the movie itself? Oh, this movie was uh, and is an iconic part of my childhood. You know, it's something I'll never forget watching for the first time, second time, third time. You know, you can watch it as many times as you want to. And still, it is enjoyable from start to finish. And kudos to James Cameron. You know, like that man is a he's a beast when it comes to directing with his visions and how it plays out. And he seems to go to the ends of the earth to carry those visions out. So T2 was a, I mean, it was, it was a fucking titan of the industry, you know? I don't think there's many people who would be able to sit there and be like, oh, I don't, I've never seen it or I fucking, you know, I thought it was the worst one. I don't, I've actually never heard anybody say I hate Terminator at all, actually. Yeah, especially when I'm talking about the second one. Uh, yeah, for me as well, dude, I grew up with Robocop. I grew up with Predator. Terminator 2, all those those great movies from like the mid to late like uh, 80s, 80s early, yeah, 90s, early 90s, all that shit, dude. So I loved it. It's a very uh, close place in my heart, and it's in my top 10 movies of all time. Definitely. Yeah, One of those I movies where, like that, if yeah. you see it on TV, you, you can finish it no matter where it's at because it's just it's it's a good, good. It's Yeah, it's a great movie. It's absolutely good. Uh, very good sequel, and it's in the conversation of best sequels of all time. So... Um, and it's also what made like Arnold even a bigger star than what he was. Oh in yeah, T1. I mean, because this everything, everything Arnold has. I mean, you know, from Predator. I think I, honestly, I, I believe the Terminators are his most iconic roles for things. You know, yeah, that's what you know, things people quote. That's just his fucking look. I mean, he was He Man. He was fucking or no, he was Conan. He was Conan the Barbarian. Yes. he was fucking. Uh, he was in Predator. He was in Commando. all these movies. The Last Action Hero. He was a twin with Danny DeVito. Fucking, uh, oh my God, that Total Recall. Total Recall was fucking great. But, I mean, if you have to pick anything that you would know Arnold acting for, 
Terminator has to be the top right. one. Yeah. And one last fun fact about the movie. So, you know, the line where he's like, I'll be back. Yeah. It was supposed to be, it was written as, I will be back. Yeah, I don't think he can say that, though, be- or especially at that time. Because, like, you know, James Cameron's like, oh, you know, the machine shouldn't be, like, using contractions. You know, yeah. should be speaking, like, straight up, legit, literal, proper English. Yeah. Aaron's like, no, nah, I'll do this. I'll be back. Yeah, I don't think And he can the say rest, that. as they say. Is history. Okay, cool. Is that what they said? So I guess we'll wrap it up here, man. So thank you again for Terminator 2. This has been a great movie and a fun topic because I fucking love this movie. And you could tell all the tangents that came out of it. So there's that. Happy 30 years to Terminator 2. Let's have one more drink to that good, sir. Drink to the 30-year-old decades. So you can find our podcast in all podcast platforms. Please be sure to subscribe and like if you're watching this on YouTube. Ring Comment below. Bell. And please check out our merch store. You can find that in the link in the description. Once again, I am Detective Artemis. And I am Kay. And we drink and we watch things. Cheers one more time, motherfucker. Cheers, motherfucker.